This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Wednesday, June 10th broadcast of Morning Breath. So glad to have you take time out of your day to get into the Word of God with us. It's always powerful when you get in the Word with somebody else. And so what we do, a couple of us read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time with the Lord, look at it, think about it, ask God to enlighten, help us. The first thing question I usually ask is, what do I need out of this? Uh, I don't actually look for what I can share on Morning Breath first. Uh, Sometimes I do, and sometimes I get kind of caught up in that. But I really like to say, Lord, what are you saying to me first? And kind of do my own time with the Lord. And then out of that comes, you know, things that even repeating what God spoke to me out of it helps, you know, us because that's good. And then what Mark hears in it, that Pastor Mark's with me today, that helps me. And it just sort of builds this uh, energy between us as we get in there and read the Word and hear the truth together. Uh, there's just something powerful that happens there. So that's kind of what Morning Breath's all about. And Pastor Mark's going to tell you how to get involved. Yeah, we want you to join us and, and be involved with us. So go online to our website, eccc.us, or of course you can join us on the East Coast app. There's a podcast button if you if you go on there. And then on those locations, you can find podcasts of Morning Breath, and you can also find the Morning Breath Guide so that you know what chapter we're going to be in, where we've been. You can listen to past episodes. Just be completely caught up and be in the moment with us as you listen to us, uh, whether it's on podcast or on the radio. And uh, of course, when you're on our website and when you're on our app, you have uh, access to seeing all the things that are happening at East Coast Christian Center, uh, our services. We have our, our digital campus now. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So there is so much for you to see. And of course, uh, as you're getting that morning breath guide, if you need one emailed to you, you can always call us, 321-452-1060. We'll be happy to help you out with that as well. Um, you've got When you're on our digital campus uh, via all of those platforms, you have the keys to the East Coast Kingdom. Everything is there. East Coast Kingdom, that's good. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, all things East Coast, they're found there, and that's the easiest place to find them. Well, uh, we do have just a couple of things we want to share, too, uh, beyond that, and that is we're doing a food drop every Tuesday for the month of June. So we had our second one this week, uh, which was Tuesday, where we are getting a completely full semi of food that is for our community. And it's an incredible, it's kind of like a food box. And in the food box, uh, the first week and the second week, I'm not 100% sure this will be exactly what we get on the third week, but it'll be part of this uh, for sure, is we've got a box that had it kind of covered all the bases, had a had a pound of butter, had milk, had meat, had uh, some uh, macaroni rice type things in it, had fresh vegetables, wow. fresh fruits, and it was in a complete refrigerated kind of box. And so you got in line and we just put, depending on the, you know how many people or how many families were represented in the car, we just put those in your trunk as you drive by. And we were able to pass out a, and really a little over an hour, pass out a complete semi full of food to our community uh, both times. And so if you need that or know someone that needs that, we would really love to help you out and have that available to you. So if you know somebody or you are in need, please don't let anything stop you from coming by and getting that. It's so easy. All you have to do is show up, get your car in line, and tell us how many, you know, what 
who you're dealing with, how many people we're dealing with in your family or how many families are in your vehicle represented. Because you and another person with two families represented, you and your neighbor, you and your friend can come down and get that. And so please don't hesitate. We'd love to make that available to you. And we have our normal food distribution at our food pantry Tuesday and Thursday morning as well. And so uh, also, uh, I think, are we back to doing Thursday night? I do not know that. I do not know that yet. But for those that don't have a schedule that are working, it still needs some, you know, some uh, food help. We do uh, usually do one on Thursday night. So that'll be coming back soon if it hasn't already. Awesome. Anyway, that's going on. So uh, anything else we need to know, Mark? I don't think so. Uh, have we mentioned youth camp? I don't think we have. Nick, what's, uh, what's the dates of youth camp? That's July, right? Yes. July 13th. But Beautiful. you need to sign up. Before, uh, what's today's date? The tenth. You need to sign up before the fourteenth to get the to get the hundred dollars reduced so rate. Yeah. yeah, reduced rate. So go online eccc.us/events uh, and uh, look for the, our. We've got our youth camp and kids camp. Um, and so get signed up for those. Get your I, your kids have been in the house Long now for three enough. months straight every day. Long enough. This is your chance to get a little break. Yeah, and it'd be a good break for them. Yeah, they need a break from you. Yeah. Um, and so the break is all centered around Christ. So how could that be bad? Amen. So get in there and do it. So you have young people. I've I raised yeah. my kids going to youth camp, and it was incredibly powerful for yeah. them, and so grateful for it. It's life changing. It, it is amazing the life change and the boost it will give your young people uh, in, in the Lord and in their faith and, and, and living out their faith with other kids that are living out their faith, which is incredibly powerful as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So let's get into it. We're Romans chapter 15, a little bit longer chapter for Romans. Um, I'm going to read through uh, verse either 16 or 17. Which do you think? And I have a good break at, at the end of 16. 17 well, starts with a therefore. Yeah, so why don't I read through 16, and you can tell us why 1 <laughs> through 16 are there for. <laughs> exactly. That'd be good. And you're in the New King James like me? I am, sir. All right, Pastor, and I'll get you started. I say unto you, read, sir. We then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good, leading to edification. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me. For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now may the God of patience and comfort grant you to be like-minded toward one another according to Christ Jesus, that you may be... You may, excuse me, with one mind and one mouth glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, receive one another just as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ has become a servant to the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made to the fathers and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it is written. For this reason, I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. And again, he says, rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Laud him, all you peoples. And again, Isaiah says, this shall be a root of Jesse, and he shall rise to reign over the Gentiles. In him the Gentiles shall hope. Now may the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Now I myself am confident concerning you, my brethren, that you are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and able to admonish one another. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written more boldly to you on some points as reminding you, because of the grace given to me by God, that I might be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering of the Gentiles might be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Verse 17, Therefore I have reason to glory in Christ Jesus in the things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me, in word and deed, to make the Gentiles obedient, in mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about to Illyricum I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. And so I have made it my aim to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build on another man's foundation. But as it is written, to whom he was not announced, they shall see, and those who have not heard shall understand. For this reason, I also have been much hindered from coming to you. But now, no longer having a place in these parts, and having a great desire these many years to come to you, whenever I journey to Spain, I shall come to you. For I hope to see you on my journey, and to be helped on my way there by you, if at first I may enjoy your company for a while. But now I am going to Jerusalem to minister to the saints." For it pleased those from Macedonia and Achaia to make certain make a certain contribution for the poor among the saints who are in Jerusalem. It pleased them indeed, and they are their debtors. For if the Gentiles have been partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister to them in material things. Therefore, when I have performed this and have sealed them to this fruit, sealed to them this fruit, I shall go by way of you to Spain. But I know that when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now I beg you, brethren, through the Lord Jesus Christ and through the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from those in Judea who do not believe, and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, that I may come to you with joy by the will of God and may be refreshed together with you. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Amen. I have to, uh, before maybe turn you loose, too, Mark. I have to go back because Paul is Paul deals with a big theological issue here. You know that Jesus was mainly sent to the Jew, and he talked about that. And they're kind of like they could have come up with the opinion of, well, Jesus just went to the Jews. Why aren't you? And he answers all those questions and really pulls in a lot of Old Testament scripture, which before that he said, these scriptures were written that we might learn from them and understand some things and have hope through them. But this chapter really fits with 14 incredibly well. And we've got chapter headings here. But he starts in uh, chapter 14 and back in verse 1 saying, receive one another. Receive one who is weak in an area. And then in verse 19, he says that we got to edify one another. And then he starts 15 with saying, uh, excuse me, he goes, uh, please one another, is it verse 1, excuse yeah. me, of 15, that we got to please one another. So it goes, receive one another, edify one another, please one another. And he does have another one of those in receive one another in verse 7. He reiterates that of chapter 15. And he's really talking about what we need to do as far as becoming a team and being a unified, all lines of partition torn down, just like the, the, the temple curtain 
that separated the Gentile court from the Jewish court, the Holy of Holies from the other people, that God said, look, I'm out of this sort of thing. I'm tearing down the middle wall of partition, which really spoke of Jew and Gentile. But when we look at the book of Acts in chapter 2, Really, that group of people, there are Gentiles, there are, there are Greeks, there are Arabs, there are all these different groups that had come to Jerusalem to worship so that when they rolled out of the upper room, uh, anointed and filled with the Holy Spirit to such a degree that, that some thought they were drunk, that those lines of division, and then he talks about male and female. I'm going to have visions here. They're going to see it, my young men and my daughters. He talks about old and young. He talks about, you know, rich and poor. That really the book of Acts when the Holy Spirit is poured out, tears down every middle wall of partition, but yet here he's still having to work at it at Romans of getting those walls down. And the sad thing is today... We're living in a world where we've just come off of two weeks of seeing those lines drawn again in incredible ways that are separate, trying to separate us again, that need to be torn down, and they can only be torn down through the grace of God, changed hearts, the life of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Scripture, and we better get this right as believers and we better set an example in this area in a world that is really just sort of flamed up again to show how deep the lines of division are and still how broken we are in so many areas. And if we would just start, you know, receiving one another, building one another up, uh, pleasing one another, caring about one another, we would go a lot further in the world we are today. Well, and the only way to do that, Pastor Dan, it, the only way to be successful, the only way that I'm going to be able to serve somebody else, the only way that somebody else is going to be able to serve those, those around them, he says in verse uh, chapter uh, 15, verse 1, he says, we then who are strong. What's he talking about? He's, he spent verse 14 talking about being strong in faith. Yeah. So it's, and it's not a matter of, well, I'm stronger in faith than you are. That's not what it's talking about. But what our goal, for example, the goal of morning breath is to understand the Word of God. He says it in verse uh, 4. Whatever things were written were written for our learning, that through patience and comfort of the Scriptures we would have hope. We have got to invest ourselves as Christians, and this is this is kind of like a, you know, read your Bible. Well, I know I should read my Bible. <laughs> Are you reading your Bible? Yeah. Right? Let's get real. It's so simple and straightforward. It is. But that is still the issue today. It is. And because if you're not investing yourself in the Word of God, then the truth of the gospel of grace cannot come alive in you. Yeah. And until that comes alive in people who profess the name of Jesus, then how are we going to serve one another? Immature people cannot serve others very well. Mm-mm. There, It requires such humility, and humility can only come with maturity because it comes with the confidence. Humble people are confident. And that's the only way that humility is born is through true confidence, and it comes through the knowledge of the grace of God. And when I can—not until, Pastor Dan, until I have really understood— that, that grace really means unmerited favor. When I have really understood that, that I have done nothing to merit the favor of God in my <laughs> that's life, right. that's right. 
and it's freely available to every single person. Every single person you can see. Every single person, if I watch it, I can watch a video of what's been going on in the news, and I can get mad at some of the violence, and I can I can be, you know, uh, angry about that. I can be angry about what's caused it. I can uh, All the branches that we could look at and go, that that's bothersome. Every single person that we see has equal access to the favor of God because not one of us can deserve it. That's right. And the minute, though, and this is what I've had to really kind of put in context in my head, the minute that I look at somebody else differently, and I do it, we all do it. We look at people, whether it's Absolutely. color, sex, uh, socioeconomic class, age, age all That's of right. that. Absolutely. We always we make those those judgments in our minds, and every time that we do that, there needs to be a reminder that goes, they are as deserving of the grace of God or as undeserving as I am. Yes, right. and it's the and and God and also the picture that God has favor for that person. Yes, the favor of God. Think about that. Yep. The favor of God, the one who spoke, who made all things by an act of his will. How incredible is he? And his favor is available to every single person that you could possibly lay your eyes on. Yep. They are exactly equally uh, able because he has confined all under sin. Why? That all would have access to the kingdom of God by faith. That's right. And the favor. And so when it talks about being strong in faith, it, I, in my mind, I think of being strong in grace. Because until I have truly internalized that what I have is amazing, and I did nothing to earn it, then I understand that it's available to you as well. Absolutely. The price was paid for you as well. Absolutely. Another word you might use there, we then who are mature. Yeah. You know, we then who know the grace of God. You could put a lot of things in there to to help you understand that. One thing I think with the New King James we might need to kind of bring to light. It says, we then who are strong ought to bear with the scruples of the weak. Scruples is an interesting word. In, in this context, I believe it would maybe be better translated, those who have qualms about things. For example, there were those who weren't sure if they should eat. Mm. There were those who weren't sure whether they should celebrate a day or not celebrate a day. What they're doing there is they're not sure what's right or wrong. They're really dealing with, what is it right to eat meat? you know, that's been sacrificed to an idol? Is it right, not right to eat meat at all because I might accidentally eat something from an idol? So I'm just going to eat vegetables and that'll solve that. It's all their their unsurety about what's right is what it's talking about there. So so who is that? Well, probably pretty much everybody. Yeah. You know, everybody's got some qualms about something. Every And that's maybe a word that we understand better in the day we live in rather than scruples. All of us have some questions about w- what's right or wrong. And in fact, what I think is interesting right now, what's going on, I'm going to be a little bit blunt here about this. You know, just because we believe something to be right, doesn't make what somebody else believes to be right wrong. That's good. For example, I'm going to be real blunt here. Let's take a policeman and young black man. And so you could say it is very dangerous to be a young black man. It's different. It's just different. You might not. I mean, I know a friend who they're putting out some signs and they ask one of the younger black guys to go ahead and put out the signs and put out on door hangers. And he said, you know what? I don't think that's a really good idea. 
Um, it's different for me walking up to somebody's door. It's different for me putting out signs than it is for you. And the guy who asked him had no idea that that was a way to think. Sure. And so you go, oh, young black guys, it's more dangerous for them in the world we live in. Uh, is that true? Yes. It is more dangerous to be a policeman than a young black guy. Is that true? Yes. What's interesting there is neither one of those truths negates the other one. Yeah. And what we do when we believe something too much of the time when we're weak or we're not mature and we don't understand there's truth on both sides, we try to let our truth wipe away somebody else's truth instead of living in the ultimate truth of we all need grace. Yes. Every person out there, and I'm... This is another wild thing way out there. But what was the guy? Uh, oh, wait a second. Uh, excuse me his name. But anyway, uh, Dobson went and ministered to him in prison. He oh, was, Bundy. Bundy. Ted Bundy, who was a mass murderer and crazy guy. It is said that he prayed to receive Christ. Now, you could say, are you kidding me? That's not possible. Well, there was a king in the Bible who murdered so many people, the Bible says that the blood flowed in, in Jerusalem up to the, the bridle of a horse. I think that's the rope that hang down, hung down from the bridle. I hope so, you know, so that it was only a foot deep instead of, you know, four feet deep. And that guy ended up getting right with God because none of us deserve it. None of us earned it. None of us you know, and whether you've broken the sort of the glass of sin breaks the glass of your rightness. Mm. And if you break it with a BB or you break it with a howitzer, it's still broken. Yeah. We all have sinned and fallen short of the grace of God. And every one of us needs his grace in our lives. And so it's, it's an amazing world we live in right now, but we get twisted and broken. The strong, the mature in faith don't get caught up in those one-sided arguments. They understand we all need it. We all need grace. We all need love. We all need to be accepted. We all need to receive the grace of God. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's actually where I was. What I was thinking uh, as well is that there's perspectives. Yes. And no one, no one's perspective is less valuable uh, than another right. person's perspective because you just because you can't be in their head doesn't mean <laughs> that what's in their head is wrong. Yes. Right. It's, Absolutely. You don't know what their life experiences have been. That's right. And so you can't make. And and you know what, Pastor Dan, when I was 20, I was a lot more certain of you my rightness. Yes, you were di different in your degree of rightness. Yeah, sure. I get but it. now I'm in my mid 40s. Yep. And I'm learning more about the grace of God every day. And that is that is having an impact on how I view the world. And you know what? I this is not a pat on the back, but you know what? I'm getting more mature. Yeah, I are. would hope so. I'm yeah. 46 years old. I should be starting you to mature. You should be about by this time, absolutely. <laughs> but that goes to what this is saying. There's a maturity that has to happen, and the the spirit of God can mature you beyond your years absolutely. if you'll let Him. Absolutely. If you will, that's why it says in verse four, whatever things were written were written for our learning. We can dig into the Word of God, and the Holy Spirit can move us around the maturity curve uh, infinitely faster than we could absolutely. ever get to ourselves. Absolutely. And God help us. We need that. We do. Every one of us needs that. And, and whether or not you're 66, like I am, Mark 46. How old are you? 20. 
21. 21. Whether you're 21, we all still need to grow in it. That's the other thing is that curve, God can advance you down that curve so much quicker. But wherever you're at on that curve, you can still learn so much about the grace of God. And the other thing I would just say, the only way you're going to get through, let's just lose race for a little bit longer. The only way you're going to get past some of these things in that area is have real conversations with real people on the other side of the aisle, so to speak, where you're open to listen and care about what they have to say, what they've experienced, what their life is like in, in, in ways that are so much different than you. That's the only way it's ever going to happen is have real conversations. So how does that happen? You've got to get to know people. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. Take this year with God at East Coast Christian University to truly understand why and how to continue your destiny and walk with Christ. Earn your associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree. Our instructors are experienced, helpful, and show a genuine love for studying the Word of God. East Coast Christian University is located at 670 North Courtney Parkway, Merritt Island. For more information, our number is 452-1060, extension 131, and our website is eccuequipped.com. Langston Commercial Real Estate, owned by Scott Langston, a senior commercial broker, has been selling real estate and giving free consultations for over 18 years. Scott Langston will show you the best way to buy, invest, or lease commercial property. 321-403-1111. That's 321-403-1111. Hey everyone, this is Chris Johnson, and I wanted to share some exciting news with our Morning Breath family. My friend, Mike Green, and I had the honor of writing and producing our first EP called Moments Matter. Moments, they matter. Moments, they matter. Oh, yes, they do. Mike, a local business owner and Morning Breath supporter, along with myself, have been a part of East Coast Christian Center and Morning Breath together for almost two decades. And so we wanted to let you in on a preview of the music and to let you know that Moments Matter, our first single from the EP, is out now. You can buy, stream, or share it now on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere music is sold, or check out willingheartmusic.com. We pray these songs will inspire you to make the most of every moment God gives you. Coast Vieira meets every week at Vieira High School at 9.15 and 10.45 with a high energy and dynamic children's ministry for all ages. East Coast Vieira Youth meets every Sunday night at 6 p.m. For more information or to learn more, our website is vieira.eccc.us. Welcome back to the show. 
This is Morning Bread. Welcome back, everybody. Verse 13 from the New King James. I'll read it, and then Mark's going to close us out. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. You know, it says here, how, how do we have joy and peace? Come on. In believing. Yeah. Joy and peace comes from believing. It just comes from believing God. Uh, the Bible says uh, that Abraham believed God, yeah. and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Yeah. And we're, we desperately need hope. We want to operate in joy. Uh, we want to to live uh, in peace as a as not as only as individuals, but as a society. We want hope and joy and peace. All those things. Well, how do they come? They come by believing, because the God the God that we serve is a God of hope yes. and the power of the Holy Spirit. When we apply our faith and we receive the abundance of grace, man, hope and peace will abound, and we'll be able to bleed that out into our streets, into our neighborhoods. And everywhere else. Yeah, it's a beautiful picture. And when you look at in believing, it goes right back to Romans 12:2. And I think I'll read it because it's that important to what we've said so far. And do not be conformed to this world. Mm. Wow. Does that fit? But be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. How? Through the Word of God. Yes. How do you end up believing? Through the Word of God. That you may prove what is a good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now, if we don't need some of that in the world we live in right now, I don't know what we need. Yeah. God bless you guys. See you, Pastor Mark. Just believe. Love yeah. you. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.